Good morning. It's Wednesday, October 25th. World Pasta Day. Yes, please. Did you know that people have been eating pasta since at least 5000 BC? That stands for before carbonara, I, I think. I feel good about that joke. The other version of that joke is, did you know that people have been eating pasta since at least 5000 BC? And they are still going back for thirds or something, you know what I mean? Like a big number. Anyway, there are 350 types of pasta, each more delicious than the next. What a great day. And now the news. Let's start with an update on the United Auto Workers strike, which has expanded once again after 5,000 employees at the GM Arlington, Texas plant walked out on Tuesday. This after on Monday, 6,800 employees walked out of a Michigan Stellantis plant. Currently, around 45,000 employees out of the 146,000 are out on strike. On Tuesday, Georgia's Supreme Court upheld the state's six-week abortion ban. This ban was approved by the state legislature in 2019, but doctors and advocacy groups have fought against it for almost four years. I want to say something about this because this sucks. I mean, it sucks if you believe that people should have bodily autonomy and should not be forced to be pregnant just because the law says so. And so if you believe that, like I believe that, then hearing headlines like these is always going to be really hard. Six weeks is just abhorrent. Six weeks is basically almost a complete abortion ban. But this is a 2019 law that for four years was fought. And even though there is a ruling here, it does not mean that this is a done deal. The court only addressed whether or not the state ban should have been voided based on when it was enacted. It then sent the case back down to a lower court to answer whether or not the state constitution protects a right to privacy and, if it does, whether that right also includes abortion. And often when I talk about these stories, I comment how frustrating it is that our rights are just like ping-ponged back and forth between courts, between lawyers, between judges, all of that. And it is frustrating. But I think um, today I'm just feeling a little bit more optimistic, I guess, or maybe I just want to fake it. But it is important that these fights continue because nothing is settled until it's settled. And when it comes to bodily autonomy, it is not settled until the right to that autonomy is firmly ensconced in the law. And because I said ensconced, that's how you know I'm serious, because guess what? I am pretty sure I used it correctly. And don't you think for a second that I forgot about the search for the new House Speaker. I mean, I would have loved to, but um, we still don't have a speaker. And so here we are. Still stuck talking about it. Over the weekend, Indiana Republican Tom Emmer became one of the nine contestants in the speaker race. Not only that, but um, little Tommy E quietly became the leading candidate. And then on Tuesday, he had quite the day. He was selected Tuesday morning as the party's nominee, well, Tuesday afternoon, uh, as the party's nominee. And then just four hours and 10 minutes later, he dropped out. But wow, for four hours and 10 minutes, didn't he really have it all? What an absolutely incredible waste of everyone's time and money that this is. Anyway, we still don't have a speaker. We still don't even have um, anybody that the Republicans feel confident can get 
over the threshold of votes needed. So neat. And of course, truck crime update time. Two different crimes edition. By flip of a coin, we're starting with flip noise, coin noise, Trump's New York civil money crimes case. On Tuesday, former Trump fixer, who is now never invited to his birthday parties ever again, Michael Cohen, who went to jail because of the crimes that he did for Trump, took the stand in the money crimes case. Want to hear how it went? Here's a solid quote that should give you an idea. Quote, I was tasked by Mr. Trump to increase the total assets based on a number that he arbitrarily elected. He then added that he and former Trump finance chief Alan Weisselberg would, quote, reverse engineer the different asset clauses, increase those assets in order to achieve a number that Mr. Trump had tasked us. What number might that be? You may be asking yourself. Well, quote, whatever number Trump told us to. And just to up the drama, Trump was in the room, which I note because even though he is complaining about having to be there, he absolutely actually does not need to be there ever. So anytime he is there, he is making a choice to be there. And then in cross-examination, Trump's lawyer had an admittedly sick burn when they talked about tax evasion because Cohen started noting different cases that allowed him to do that tax evasion. And then Trump's lawyer said he was wrong and added, quote, if you still had your law license, you'd understand that, which is rude, but still a sick burn. Anyway, that case continues, as does the election stealing crimes case, where yet another defendant has pled guilty. Jenna Ellis, whose name you probably recognize because she was a very prominent figure in the big lie media tour, is the one who pled guilty on Tuesday. She cried as she read a letter of guilt, saying that she would not have represented Trump after the 2020 election if she knew then what she knows now, adding, quote, what I did not do but should have done, your honor, was to make sure that the facts the other lawyers alleged to be true were, in fact, true. And in reaction, Trump said it was, quote, too bad, which is hilarious to me for some reason, because this is the fourth guilty plea and third by someone who was very close to Trump and like knows stuff. So too bad is such a silly reaction to how totally screwed he likely is by this additional guilty plea. And I can't let the story go without giving credit where credit is due. My stepdad was the first to report that Jenna Ellis would be the next card in the House of Cards to fall. So good job, Jim. He has not yet said who the next House Speaker will be. So either um, he got really lucky this time or he's just not telling us for funsies. And finally, this is not news, but it is very funny. And I think probably the reason I'm in such a loose mood right now is because I read this story. Um, it's not news, like I said, but it is, and this is important here, going to be very fun to make fun of. Because Kirsten Cinema, former Democrat and current independent senator who is up for re-election next year, wants us to know that she doesn't care if she loses re-election. She also would like us to be aware that she, quote, saved the Senate by myself, and now she can go serve, quote, on any board I want to. This is all in the new Mitt Romney book by McKay Coppins, and I'm sure Romney hates her being in this book about him, but I personally 
feel like um, they're the same. You know, they, I feel like they have a lot in common is all I'm saying. They would have um, a rousing dinner discussion. The full quote is, quote, I don't care. I can go on any board I want to. I can be a college president. I can do anything. I save the Senate filibuster by myself. I save the Senate by myself. That's good enough for me. First of all, is the Senate saved? Like, would would we all say we feel good about the state of the Senate right now? Mitch McConnell's still there, right? And you didn't save the filibuster. You ruined democracy by allowing the filibuster to stick around. And by the way, you didn't do it alone. You did it with your little houseboat buddy, Joey Manchie. And we love that go-getter spirit, the I can do anything, I just saw the Barbie movie energy. But I have a hard time believing that after barely doing anything besides just annoying people in the Senate, that you can go be a college president. Because college presidents do things. You are just there. And that, all on its own, is a bummer. And that's it. That's the news. The news and also a story about Kirsten Cinema, which is not news because just like her entire political career, it was neither interesting nor did anything. What a ride. I'm proud of pasta. It is so good. I love it so much. I love it like it's family. But more than that, because pasta is great, but you are greater. I'm proud of you.